1: All right, I wasn't I wasn't planning to go in this direction to start the show, but we might have to. We might we might have to take this to the people's court. And um, I used to be the judge of people's court here on the show, but uh, and I don't even have the music pulled up. That's how late in the shot clock this is. So Trayvon <laughs> might have to be the judge. Uh huh. Okay, so Troy was extremely close to being late to the show. I mean, he was walking in as Santa Claus was going, ho, ho, ho. So we might have to take this to the people's court. Are you late to the show if you don't have your headphones on yet? And I, and I start speaking. And I'll, let, I'll even let Troy you know, bring his own argument. But I think we need to officially label, like, what is the official threshold? What does it mean? Like, what has to happen for you to not be late for the show? Do the headphones have to be on when the microphone turns on? I think that's what it should be. I think as long as the headphones are on, you're in position to talk. Like, if I wasn't here and you're hosting in position to talk, if you're not at that spot, I think you're officially late. I think the
0: official decision should have to do with, or tends to have to do more with, does the the following liner count as a part of the show?
1: Well, certainly, it certainly oh, does. See,
0: I could argue that it's just an ancillary thing that airs before we officially take the air.
1: I've been as I, I've been as guilty as anybody. We've all three with the exception of the board op, we've all three and Mitch Fortner, Troy Covertill, Travion Berklin, David G's out today. Um, we've all, you know, been walking into the studios at some point while the intro is playing. Yes. You know, maybe some last, last second notes, some last second research before we come in. As a matter of fact, I was doing that because I was going to lead off with Purdue fans being crazy. Um,
0: I mean, would you, would you rather that I empty out the bottle and take care of business in here?
1: Your timing could have been better.
2: <laughs>
1: All I'm saying is, like, here, I, I would hold myself to the same standards. If, if everybody else was headphones on ready to go and the, the, the music's playing and I'm not in here yet. Oh, I, yeah. I think you, you guys should roast me. I should be in a little bit of trouble, maybe be suspended a segment. I don't know. Late is late, but I think if you have the headphone- if you don't have the headphones on yet, and I'm ready to go, ready to talk, you're officially late, late to the show. So, Travion, I'll let you uh, make a ruling here. Is it fair to say you're late if I'm speaking and your headphones aren't on yet and ready to talk?
3: I think it just depends if you're doing something for the show or not. Which,
0: Well,
1: from t- w- the clues we just un- got, <laughs> if
0: he was not. Uh, actually, that can be split down the middle because I was before I stepped into the bathroom. You
1: couldn't wait 13 minutes. <laughs> you couldn't wait one segment to you know, do what you have to do.
0: No, I figured I had enough of a moment. You know,
1: four Diet Cokes in a yeah, couple of hours will, mm-hmm. will put you behind the eight ball a little bit.
0: Just a touch, especially when with the fact that one of the drugs I have to take on a daily basis is a diuretic.
1: Now you're throwing out words I don't understand.
0: (laughs) Uh, Liquid draining. We'll put it that way. Well, but it's a
3: difficult call. But I think I don't know because I feel like with bathroom, like that has to be like a different thing. Everybody's been real
1: good. Everybody's been real good at, at being on time for like the last couple of months. I don't think I've had to bring it up really once. Actually, really during football season, everybody's been on their game. And now all of a sudden, now that we're between regular season, Big Twelve Championship, and now the bowl game that's in 22 days, we feel like showing up when we want to. So, Troy, <laughs> I'll let this one slide. But I think and we'll wait for the judge's ruling here. But I think, and my argument is, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this to the judge here for the f- official ruling. I say, if your headphones aren't on and you're not ready to talk by the time the music's playing, everybody's ready to talk, you're officially late. I'm going to call not guilty. I think there's
3: too many uh, There's too many uh, variables. Yeah, yeah. Because he was doing something for the show and then he had to go. But we know
1: what time the show starts. I don't that's know, that's man. what I'm saying, Judge Judge Berkland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's Afro Judge to you, man.
0: <laughs> oh wow! I mean, if you really want to get into this, I have an employment attorney I can call and get a ruling on. It. Oh, his last name's Coverdale, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe that's a conflict of interest. Uh, I
0: be- no, I'm saying that he he I I have my attorney who can weigh in on this for you.
1: Uh, I mean, if a spouse can't, you know, testify on behalf of a spouse or against a spouse, you know, I, I don't think uh, any brothers or sisters uh, are allowed to make arguments for a sibling. All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, Travion Brooklyn is here with us today. We got a couple of interviews to get to later on in the show, including K-State women's basketball coach Jeff Mitty, his team in the top twenty-five, and now nine and one in the season after a win last night against the Ruse of Kansas City. It is Thursday, so we'll have Curry Sexton on at five ten to give us his reaction to the win in the Big Twelve championship game. Plus, looking forward to twenty-two days away from playing the Alabama Crimson Tide. And speaking of that, you know what? We got to bring it back for another day: Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Sugar Bowl. Opt Out Stakeout is coming up at 5:25. I was going to bring up briefly Purdue fans to start off the show because I've been having good a good boy. laugh, a good laugh at John Kurtz among many others having this interaction with Purdue fans today because as you know, Coach Brom or Coach brought whatever his name is uh, is no longer at Purdue. He is now going to take the head coaching job at Louisville.
0: Which he held before taking the Purdue job in the first place.
1: So he has bounced back to his old his old stomping grounds. Um, but Purdue fans feel entitled all of a sudden because Coach Kleiman's name has been brought up as like, and I've seen different articles about this. Some have been like the top ten are just naming candidates on who could replace him at Purdue. And Coach Kleiman's name has been brought up on, on multiple lists. And then somebody else put it out there that Purdue has a great chance of landing Coach Kleiman as their next head coach. And I'm like, Okay, big ten little brothers. Let's let's pump the brakes here. Because if Coach Kleiman is gonna say uh, no thank you to Nebraska, I think he could easily be saying no thank you to Purdue. And then they want to bring up the argument of, you know, multiple conference championships yeah they just went to the Big Ten but their division is trash Big Ten championship and that division is trash so congratulations on Purdue to making it to the Big Ten championship game they haven't won conference championship haven't had any Heisman trophy finalists in more than a couple of decades and there's not a lot to back you guys uh claim up right now coach Kleinman I'll tell you, I I highly, 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 highly doubt that he's on his way to, what is it, West Lafayette, Indiana? West Lafayette. No. Sorry, guys, not going to happen. The other news today that broke, boy, about an hour ago, and I'm going to be real with you, not a surprise to me whatsoever, and that is uh, Derby running back. Who played his last game against Manhattan High in Substate has decommitted from Notre Dame. I wouldn't consider this a. It, it's an interesting topic, not a big one if you're a K State fan. He was already committed to the Cats for like 38 days and then decommits. A few days later, he commits to Notre Dame. Now, this is his longest commitment yet. But during Dylan Edwards announcement during it, he he made a post on social media and he says that he'll be committing elsewhere on the 21st of December. Well, the 21st of December is now less than 2 weeks away and that is also the early national signing period for college football. Um so I I suppose if you're a K-State fan you're wondering what are his, what are his chances of recommitting to K-State and now signing with the Cats on December 21st? I would say not great, even though he has made a visit to K-State between now and then going back to when he decommitted from K-State and, and decided to go with Notre Dame, and that was back in August. So he went four months, committed to Notre Dame. Well, it was a couple of days ago, that primetime, you know, new head coach at Colorado, talked to his new team Mm -hmm. there in Boulder, and said that, uh, you know, I'm your new head coach. If you're not invested, jump in that portal, whatever. Well, it was a couple of days ago that Colorado has now offered Dylan Edwards. Going back to prior to Dylan Edwards committing to K-State over the summer, I don't have the exact date for you, but – we didn't know like a final three. We had an idea, but we didn't know the final three for Dylan Edwards until really commitment day, if I remember correctly, and, and the, the three hats he had in front of him, K-State, Oklahoma, and I think it was Nebraska. But prior to that, he announced the top 10, and Jackson State was on that top 10 with nine other Power 5 programs that included, like I mentioned before, K-State, Nebraska, Oklahoma, KU was in there as well, and KU just... Flipped basically flipped a commitment that was to Baylor, and he's an offensive lineman from right here in the state of Kansas, a top 10 guy in Calvin Clements,
0: hometown kid for them, free yeah, state, yeah,
1: and hometown kid, right? I don't think he's a Jayhawk either. That would be a miraculous flip. Um, but I mean, all signals point to Colorado,
0: absolutely, especially after Dion tweeted at him. Had you seen that one? No, I did not. Yeah, Dion tweeted at him uh in because he had tweeted out something over the weekend, Dylan had tweeted something out over the weekend, or yeah uh and then uh Dion tweeted at him, and that got the wheels turning in all likelihood there um you add in the fact, let's be perfectly honest, that Notre Dame, while having him as a four star going in there. They've also got a pretty good contingent of running backs in place right now, both on the roster and what they had coming in with that recruiting class. He would have been one of three, the way I understand it, that were four-star, five-star guys. That's a loaded class going in at that point. And what does that do for your chances of seeing the field?
1: If I recall correctly, and again, my memory's a bit fuzzy, But when he committed to – Dylan Edwards committed to Notre Dame, I think he still had a three-star rating somewhere. Yeah. And there were some Notre Dame fans that were like – Who? Three-star kid? Are you serious right now? Yeah. We're going to get a commitment from a three-star running back? Is he going to even play? Let me tell you, I've seen Dylan Edwards play in person a couple of times. The kid's electric. Extremely good. Oh, sure. Uh, and uh, his better effort against Manhattan was week one. Now, the sub-state game was a bit different. Durie was dealing with a lot of quarterback issues. They mm-hmm. already had to go to a second string, and then the second string gets hurt. Third string wasn't doing any good, so now Dylan Edwards is in the wildcat for basically like a whole quarter, and it just got too predictable, and that held him to lesser yardage than he's used to. An extremely good play. I, I mean, unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. And I mean, if you're K State, even though he decommits twice and he decommitted from you once upon a time, do you still want him? I mean, that's a hard, hard no to make with that kind of talent.
0: Correct. That is an exceptionally hard no to say, given. But given that you also recognize what the playing field is for that right now. Are you even making that phone call today?
1: Yeah. Really? I think you are. Well, he, I, I, think, I think K-State is still interested. I, I don't know this for a fact, but my evidence that sure. only points to that is because he did visit during the season. Sure. There is still that conversation.
0: There is still that conversation. I would be more of the mind to wait and see how things fall out over a week. Because I think the commitment for Colorado is going to come in a matter of days. That's my look at it.
1: I mean Dylan Edwards get a, said, get a
0: visit out to CU this weekend in. I mean, granted, no game, but Prime has just taken the position. He's just seen everything anyway, um that CU has to offer, which I think is semi comical, but that's another matter for further discussion. The the point is that You go through this weekend and see what plays out.
1: Does Dylan Edwards play baseball? Is there a baseball interest here? Is there an opportunity?
0: No, CU has no baseball team. Oh, do they not have baseball? No, they they do not have a baseball team. And that has been a serious bone of contention with a lot of people out there for a lot of years that CU has not had baseball since the early 70s that's interesting colorado state also does not have baseball you have air, air force, force does and northern colorado are the only two baseball programs in the state
1: i mean the, in ma- the mountains you know yeah
0: oh yeah i mean come on jack's beautiful jackson field in Greeley. uh let's just say it's hard to get pitchers to go to Greeley. well
1: i was gonna say i mean <laughs> i figured it's tough because jeez I, I figured it's oh. tough because you know yeah, of the location. Yeah. I mean, K State. We already have our own issues with when it's opening day at, at Toyton Family Stadium, and it's freezing cold outside and the wind. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the, the wind is hard is
0: more the reason that I'm that I'm pointing that out. You think the south wind does things here? Just wait till you put it at a nearly mile high.
1: All right, we need to take a break. When we come back, uh, we still this hour have Jeff Meddy coming on the show at 4:40 next. I haven't played in a couple of weeks. I'm ready to get back to it. Do They Know It, hosted by Big Steve after the break. They know sports, they know jokes, and even best dating advice. But
4: we're going to test their knowledge of music, movies, and TV shows right now on Do Do They they know Know It. We're back on the game news radio KMAN with another classic edition of Do They Know It. This afternoon, gentlemen, is game number 39 been a while, too. It has been uh, about three weeks since we last did one of these. I apologize. It was the holidays, all that, and then I got busy last week. But, hey, at least we're back on track. Uh, we're sans one David G today. Uh, he is not here. Uh, so we'll do some two-on-one action. And how we're going to determine teams today is random number generator. It's always a lot of fun. So to to decide teams, I'll have you each pick a number, and if it's closest to the number I'm thinking of without going over, you're on your own, which is a little reverse of how this normally works.
0: The number of between 1 and ten. One and
4: 50. Okay. Widening it up. So, Troy, you go first. 16. Okay. Mitch? 31. 31. All right. And Trey? 24. 24. So Trey is the closest. Without going over, he is on his own this afternoon. Womp womp. Figures. So with that in mind, what's your team name today, Trey?
3: Lonely Boy 119.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that your
4: email address? <laughs> is it Lonely Boy with an I or a Y? <laughs> Either way. Either way. I'm going to choose I. And he said 111. <laughs> 119. 119. That's my, my name on
1: Call of Duty. <laughs> there you go.
4: All right. Go look out for so me. 90s. <laughs> All right. And then what's your guys' team names today?
1: Uh, We will be I'd Die for This Team. I'd (laughs) Die
4: for This Team. All right, a quick recap from three weeks ago. Country Off got it six to Country On with a Z zero. It was a shutout match.
1: I remember that day. That was beautiful. That Country On, oh my God. Seriously,
4: go back to the podcast. you got to listen to it. It was great. Still one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, with that being said, since you have the worst handicap here being on your own, you get to pick from the full board first. So what are you going with? Full board. Music A. Music A. Here it
3: is. Legs are tangling off the edge. The bottom of the bottle is my only
2: friend. I think I'll sick again and I'm gone, 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 gone. My legs are tangling off the edge.
4: And for music I'm looking for a title of artist that one is from the 2010s.
3: I have no clue Drake Bell. Sounds like something that would be on Nickelodeon in 2011. <laughs> would you guys like to steal? No,
1: I, I swear, I heard some edits in there. Like, you
4: did. Like that is the some... radio-friendly song a version of that song. Yes.
1: Because honestly, like my first guess would have been like Veggie Tales or something. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, unfortunately, there's no replays for music, but that is uh, definitely. That's
1: actually a by fun an song. artist or band. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> the mate It sounds like Yeah I think I agree with Trey It's like something Off a TV show I don't have An educated guess
0: I'm just gonna throw a <laughs> Gone gone gone
1: That is wrong That's
0: what I get For going with the lyric
1: Alright well
4: Womp <laughs> womp That is Hollywood Undead And that is Bullet of 2010, I've heard of
1: them. Nobody would have got that. I feel like David 16? G would have. No. I feel like David G. Nobody would've. listens to Hollywood Undead.
4: <laughs> that is the only song. in 2006. now that is the only <laughs> song I know by them. All right, I know nothing else by them. I like that one because, like, it's such a clash of super upbeat song with really dark lyrics, and I love it.
3: I thought they were. They sounded more like techno-y. The way I Some of their them. songs
4: do. Okay. Like I said, that's my only song that I like <laughs> from them. I don't even really listen to them outside of that one song. All right, <laughs> we're around to you guys. Let's say the like? last song. All right, here's music B. I'm holding on rope, got ten feet off the ground.
3: And I'm hearing what you say, but I
1: just can't make sound. That's from the 2000s. Not liking these song choices. I mm. but I know the song. I don't. I just don't know the like official title. It's you know, too late to apologize. But what do you think the official title is? It's too late to apologize. It's the
0: title that's on my screen. I uh, know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm drawing blanks. So,
4: would you like to try for the artist first, just in no, case?
1: Because uh, I don't. I'm not sure about the artist. I, I have a guess, but. I don't, I'm not, I'm more, I I think we have a better shot at getting the song title. Okay. So I'm just going to go with Apologize. One on the board. Let's go. Let's try to hit for that artist. One Republic. Oh,
3: Oh. Mr. I don't know the artist over here. That was a guess. All I was right. going to guess either two things. It's either just One Republic or One Republic and Timberland. I've seen it as both. <laughs> they do have a
4: featured one, but that specific one's just the regular okay. one. And if there is a feature, I'll still accept the actual artist, because features are just that. They're a feature. Right. It's still by the actual artist. So, quick look at the scoreboard. Uh, i die for this team is up two to uh, Lonely Boy <laughs> 1190. So, we're back around to you, Trey. What are you going with, bud? Uh, let's go Movie B. Movie B. Here it is. What
1: am I doing with my life? I'm so pale. I should get out more. I should eat better. My posture is terrible. I should stand up straighter. People would respect me more if I stood up straighter. What's wrong with me? I just want to connect.
4: And that's from the 2010s for movies, by the way. I'm looking oh, for the Jesus. name of the film wow. or the actor. You are allowed one replay if you do need it. This 2000s stuff. Mm.
3: 2010s. Same thing. Well, I feel of like I might know what it is, but... Yeah, go ahead with the replay. Here's your replay.
1: What am I doing with my life? I'm so pale. I should get out more. I should eat better. My posture is terrible. I should stand up straighter. People would respect me more if I stood up straighter. What's wrong with me? I just want to connect. I mean, it's an interesting clip, but it sounds it, like it's
0: a... it's me before every morning show.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel that. A few
0: times I've had to sit in that chair. I feel that.
3: Is it a a Judd Apatow movie? It is not. Well, no, no. I was just... yeah. I mean, guess that wasn't really my answer. Oh, that wasn't... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed it anyway. Judd
4: Apatow movie. (laughs) (laughs) What would you guys like to try to do? Yeah.
1: It's a really good movie. Just rewatched it the other day. Is it... I'll, I'll try for the actor here. Tom Holland. It is not... That is Warm Bodies. It's a oh. Yeah, it's a
4: really
0: good movie if you haven't seen it. And that is also Nicholas Holt. So. I saw that in the theater. Okay, who was on the birthday list yesterday? Yes.
1: Wait, but are we supposed Beast to know from X-Men? X-Men. Oh, he's from, okay, so he is kind of known. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's
4: okay. It's A-okay.
1: All right, well, I've we're back around. i actually seen a little bit of that movie.
4: <laughs> we're back around to you guys. You have both TV options still left on the board and movie A. What are you going with? Uh, let's go TVA. TVA, here it is. You think I wouldn't recognize the signs? Clean fingernails, good posture, cookie crumbs in your pockets. You're never hungry at dinner time. You're seeing another mom and a reminder. By the way, that's from the 2000s. I'm looking for the name of the show and the name of the character for that one. And don't worry, I, I do have some other. I decades think I on know here. this. Okay. okay. Now, do you table need the replay? talk
1: here. I believe it's Lois from Malcolm in the Middle.
0: It's where I was leaning as well. Have at it.
1: Because when I hosted recently, I also pulled Lois from Malcolm in the Middle. So. Lois. <laughs> Malcolm in the middle. You see the score? It's 4-0. Lonely Boy? Yes.
3: 4-0. mundo.
1: Otherwise see. known as an ass-kicking in the World Cup. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, you are not going to be able to tie their score because right. regardless, they still have one option left on the board.
1: Oh, well, he can tie it up. Well, no, I guess he could if he, if he
4: stole both points. So you could yeah. actually tie it up here. So you have movie A and TV B left. What are you going with? Uh, let's go with movie A. Movie A.
1: It's just a
0: little lion. Look at him. He's so cute and all
3: alone. Can we keep him? And that's from the 90s. Okay, it's definitely a Disney movie. Play it one more time. Will do.
0: It's just a little lion. Look at him, he's so cute and all alone. Can we keep him?
3: I'm gonna guess, uh, Puma, Lion King? Okay, well... Now, hold on, before we go further, because it's an animated
4: film, if you can name me the voice actor, you get a bonus point. I have no idea who plays Puma. Not even just a guess? Nope. (laughs) Would you guys like to try (laughs) to steal that bonus point? Is it like with a B? It's Pumbaa, that's what you're saying, right? Yes. No, he was not. <laughs> Hold on. What were you saying, Trey? Be honest, buddy.
1: Pumbaa. Come on. <laughs> I'll let him have it. All right, all right. <laughs> Would you guys like to anyway. try to steal that bonus point? I I reckon... I, oh, well, no, it's not it. Never mind. Uh, boy.
0: Because you can, you can get this to where you for sure
1: have no, the I win. Don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'll
0: just take a shot. What the heck? Danny DeVito.
4: That is Ernie Sabella. That's the voice of Ernie Sabella. Mm-hmm. So... Who?
1: Nick Steve.
4: <laughs> he does a lot of voice acting work, okay?
1: Who else Come did on. he play? In that movie? In any movie. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, then. <laughs> that's easy to say. He's done a lot of voice work. He has, though. That could also mean he did voiceover for Listerine. It's, it's It could be anything. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
4: <laughs> that, uh, you know what? Okay, I see your point of view. Uh, that's fair. Okay, you guys have the last TV option here. Here is TVB. Um, well, in, in a way. I sort of stumbled onto them when I accidentally decrypted the city council's security system. And that's from the 90s. Do you
1: need the replay? Easy. Oh, it's the 90s. God Mm -hmm. dang it. I got it. I had an answer. Go ahead.
0: It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Willow. That is a
1: show I have never
4: seen an episode of. Neither have I. My wife suggested it because I was sitting in the living room on my computer, and I'm like, okay, I'm drawing a blank. I need one more TV option. I can't pull anything. Hun, give me a TV option. She goes, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm like, I've never seen a lick of it, but sure,
1: why not? We'll go for it. Well, I swore that was, uh, at first, I thought you were going to say 2000s because that's been the whole show. but I, Started I, in 97? I, I was leaning towards Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Sure, yeah, because it is okay. Allison Hannigan. Oh, is it? the yeah, same? It's the same person, so I could she was in Buffy. That was okay. her breakout. Yeah. Oh, I I thought American Pie was her breakout.
0: Well, <laughs> yes, it was that because she was in Buffy.
4: <laughs> I learned
1: something today. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hey, learn something new every day. One of the, are more the more
4: best you
0: shows ever. You know, I've seen her in person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just did the whole. The more you know. I saw in person at the at SiriusXM when she was there to promote American Reunion.
0: Oh yeah, the I mean, third of the movies.
1: No, it was the fourth.
0: Fourth, you're right. right. Wedding
1: yep. was was third. Poo All boy. right. Final look at the scoreboard.
4: I die for this team. Five to Lonely Boy. 119s 2. Valiant Effort. At least you didn't get shut out like uh, a couple of knuckleheads three weeks ago. Okay.
1: And <laughs> well, I, I thought you were gonna miss Lion King. You did worry me for a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I was either considering be, it
3: said Lion right in the clip. Y- well, I it sounded like a scene from Hunchback of Notre Dame, too, because it sounds like you one know of the what? gargoyles. Okay, I could see that. So yeah. I was like, it's either that or that. You know
4: what, yeah, he plays one of the gargoyles in that, too. See, yeah, so I do
3: know more than one, That's all
4: not right? confusing at all. <laughs> all right, well. Send a to break. Yeah, <laughs> all right.
1: Back after this, you're on the game. Still to come in hour two, we'll talk with Curry Sexton. His reaction to the championship victory for the Cats down in Arlington this past Saturday. Sugar Bowl, opt-out, stakeout returns at 525. Well, we are pleased to be joined for the first time in a few weeks. Head coach for the K-State women's basketball team, that is Jeff Mitty. His team is now 9-1, and one, ranked number 24 in the country. Beating the Ruse of Kansas City last night, seventy-two to forty-five. Also recently beating Houston, seventy-three fifty-nine in Bramlage as well. Coach, greatly appreciate your time. I watched the whole game on last night, and uh, I, I got to say, my biggest takeaway was your defense jumping into that full-court press and forcing thirty-three turnovers last night. Your defense was really off the charts.
2: Well, it was certainly good in spots, and. Um... It, I thought the third quarter was really, really good, really active, and um, gave them a lot of trouble. I I think, I think we're capable of that now. I think uh, Kansas City had had trouble with um, turnovers, so we wanted to give them every opportunity to uh, continue that, and um, I, I thought, like I said, in spurts, it was really good.
1: Emily Ebert also stood out to me last night. She had a game-high 14 points. She was 2 of 3 from three-point range, but... I don't know if you've ever spoke on this, at least with me here on the air, but from what I understand, she's been kind of banged up to start the year dealing with the back issue. But is she more now, like, coming into her own and playing like a, a, a healthy Emily Ebert?
2: Yeah, no question. Uh, I think she's playing her best basketball. She really really um, has been healthy now for good stretch, um, has really gotten the practice time, but this has been a really good rhythm, you know a smart player, it doesn't take her long to figure out the mental side of things, of where she can um, help and contribute, but I think the physical side of things, obviously being hurt when you're in and out of things is really hard, so I'm um, to healthy and, and hope we can stay that way, because I, I do think she's playing really well right now.
1: So I tweeted about this last night, it's very impressive. Emily Ebert has made and I hope she's not listening because I'm not here to jinx anybody. So, I know if you're listening, this is the time to turn the radio to something else. Uh, but uh, there's Christmas music on B1 or Sunny 102.5. Uh, she has made 32 consecutive free throws. That's the third best mark in program history, and she's 24 for 24 this season. And it's kind of like yeah, you know, I you saw don't...
2: your I saw I saw your tweet. I didn't like it. man. To <laughs> be honest. I I, I, uh, I saw it. I saw it. I I, I I almost um, responded to it, and I thought, I am not going to contribute to this. I mean, uh, I'm a baseball guy. So you know what yeah. baseball guys are on these things. So uh, uh, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs>
1: so I should not ask the question. I should just leave it at that?
2: All right, let's leave it at that. Okay. Let's, uh, let's let it lie right now. It's, it's, it's like a no-hitter, right? We're not going to... Uh-huh. Let's keep it going the other way, all right? Those
1: those baseball people and their superstitions. <laughs> That's
2: true. That's true.
1: Well, okay, so I, I did have a, a question about team free throw shooting. Is it, would that be okay?
2: okay. Yeah, um, I'm good with that. I'm good with that.
1: Well, your your, your team right now is 13th in the country in free throw shooting 79.3% is that just is that putting on emphasis to be more aggressive and and, and uh, you know just kind of try to get to the foul line and earn some points there
2: yeah you know it was one of i'll be honest uh, it's been the reason most of the time not at the percentage that we're shooting but we've gone to the line more than I, than i really expected and um, because I thought it was going to be a, a weakness of ours in that, you know, we obviously shot a ton of free throws. Um, and so, but Gabby Gregory, we know, went to the line a ton before she got here, so we, we felt like that was going to be good. But I did feel like we would shoot a good percentage because I think we've got a good 3 throw shooting team. I think we've got a, uh, the, our players that go the most Marina Sundell, Gabby Gregory, Emily Ebert, they're good free-throw shooters. So generally you're going to shoot a good percentage. But um, we have gone to the line a lot. Um, we need to keep doing that. Um, we need to have that advantage. So we're looking at every way to, to keep, uh, keep that number.
1: Now I've noticed the last three games or so that you know the scoring when it comes to shooting percentages, especially from three, has you know it's pumped the brakes a little bit. Fifteen of of sixty eight the last three games that's twenty two percent. Right now your team's shooting thirty percent from three, but you know I guess why do you think that's it's slowed down a little bit? Is it is it other teams in their defense or maybe like Gabby her offense is pumping the brakes a little bit too?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a good question. Um... I'm concerned about... I would say one of the things I've talked to the team about is keeping the mentality, aggressive mentality. I do think we've hesitated a little too much recently. Now, I will say that Houston coming into playing them, um, they had been... And I don't know where they ranked in the country, but from what I had seen just in people that I had looked at, Houston probably had the best defensive numbers against three-point shooters that I had seen all year. So... Some of it was the fact that they they they'd only they were only giving up four game, and I think the percentage was somewhere around twenty five percent. So um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think we've got to get back in our rhythm. I think we've got to get our mentality back. I think uh, coming out of the six games in nine days, we've got to get our routine back of getting shots up every day, practice, but also getting shots up after practice. And, uh, uh, we're, we're we're starting to get back in that rhythm, so uh, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll go back to where we were before because I think that's got to be a big part of our offense.
1: Well, coach, coming up next for your team, you'll be taking on the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State, five and four team. That's this Sunday at Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City, so it's a neutral site game. But I know you know those, that team can be pretty tricky sometimes. I remember you know, last year playing them in Brookings, and you know you could hardly. Put a team out there because there was a bug going around. But what is the uh, what's the scout on this five and four South Dakota State team this year?
2: Well, they played uh, a top five schedule in the country. They played six power fives out of their nine games. Um, You know they have had one. You know they won the NIT a year ago. Uh, They missed the NCAA tournament by one game. Uh, They started off the season ranked in the top twenty five. Uh, they have virtually everybody back from a year ago, so this is going to be one of the best teams in the country. Uh, they have been a little inconsistent shooting the ball, and um, that's kind of been their Achilles heel. So, um, but they've got victories over uh, Louisville, number 10 in the country. they got victories over Mississippi State. Um, they were beaten by UCLA. So this is a quality team. And um, I thought it was one of our best wins of the year last year, particularly in the non-con. Uh, so this will be a big game in Kansas City.
1: Yeah, I like the opportunity. The K-State, uh, the, the K-State fan base in Kansas City has a chance to, in their, uh, in their backyard, come watch K-State women's basketball. Number 24 yeah. in the country, 9-1 uh, on the season. You guys are off to a great start.
2: Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Yeah, you know, it is a great game, I think, to take the Glens back home um, it's a great game for us to have just for our Kansas City fans. Uh, it's a, it's a really good game for us. It's will be the last year that the women's tournament has played in municipal. So, um, we're playing this game in municipal. So it's a great opportunity for us to, to get in municipal before the Big 12 tournament. So, uh, a lot, a lot of good reasons to do this one.
1: Game tips off at one o'clock on Sunday, Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. Twelve thirty pregame here on KMan. Coach, appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, Mitch, thanks. That's K State women's basketball coach Jeff Mitty here on the game. And when we come back, a giveaway announcement. It's a it's an annual thing that I love to do every single year. Up next. Well, I like this. Uh, Motley Crue and Def Leppard are going back out on tour together. I was already looking at that.
0: Saw, it, saw somewhere that, because someone was questioning why Poison wasn't going to be a part of that, but uh, apparently Brett Michaels is doing his own solo tour this year.
3: And it's going to be he Alice Cooper
1: instead, which is awesome. Ooh. Yeah, Alice Cooper. I've seen Alice Cooper twice. I have, too. A great show. Okay,
0: right there's the lure for me if I'm going to they go to that one. I have them. not seen Alice yet.
3: They have a show in Nebraska, and I'm slightly yeah. tempted.
1: Where the... It used to be TD Ameritrade, but whatever it's called now, where the College World Series is. Right.
3: Okay. Yeah. Charles Schwab.
0: Was there an is Oklahoma one too? Yeah.
3: Was there an Oklahoma one too?
1: I don't remember seeing an Oklahoma. Most of the tour is overseas. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I know they. Uh, there's a batch of U.S. states though.
1: Yeah. Omaha is the closest show to here, which I'm, it's in August and I'm absolutely in for that. I love Motley Crue. Def Leppard was way better live than I thought they would be. And I love Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper live is great. Yeah, he's awesome. All right. Um, So we do this every year, and I'm excited to do this once again. You know, bowl games are right around the corner. As a matter of fact, they start as a doubleheader, at least for the FBS. I don't know when the Celebration uh, Bowl is. It will be without Deion Sanders. But Jackson State's in it. Um, But the first... FBS games are going to be on Friday, December 16th with the uh, Bahamas Bowl and then the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, which is a top 25 matchup, UTSA and Troy. So you have a week and a day to get signed up for the Game KMAN ESPN Bowl Mania Challenge. Um, so everybody's invited to to participate. You're against us as well, but also first place if you win the whole thing, you're winning four tickets to a K-State men's basketball game that'll be played on January 10th against Oklahoma State. So if you want four tickets, you got to go sign up and just get on ESPN's Bull Mania Challenge and go to the groups, and you can either just search for The Game KMAN or at MitchTheFort at the game KMA on Twitter. We have tweeted out the links.
0: Uh, cricket uh, Celebration Bowl is December 17th.
1: I said the day after. So they do officially start on the December sixteenth, and usually the Bull Mania Challenge does have the Celebration Bowl in it.
0: By the way, Dion says he'll coach in it. Oh, did he? Yes.
1: Well, how about that? What a nice guy! Right. Really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, undefeated team. They were they went twelve and zero mm-hmm. with also winning the conference championship.
0: Correct. Consider for a moment that they did all that with. The water situation in Jackson at the start of the season. How about that craziness? A season that starts on the road for them basically to get away from the lack of fresh water in the city.
1: I don't remember that one bit. But anyway, we got to take a break. (laughs) Top of the hour is here. Curry Sexton is up next. Your local news is here as well.